Hello and welcome. This is episode 34, titled Deliver Us Bread. Um, so this is um, our last episode on breaking down the Lord's Prayer. Um, so we're going over Matthew 6, verses um, 11 through 13. And they're the last two verses of the Lord's Prayer that are actually in this Matthew passage. So the rest is added differently in different um, denominations and different followings add different things, but this is the last section that's basically in reference of this Matthew passage. So um, with that in mind, we're going to have Chris read uh, Matthew 6, verses uh, 11 and 13. Indeed. Uh, verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yeah, and I do believe that is the NIV. Um, yes, I think so classic yes it's so yeah this is the last section that is in the reference of this passage in the lord's prayer um and it's i think it's kind of the most pinnacle moment of the lord's prayer and <laughs> it's debated but um we're gonna go with that for now um and so kind of in research i broke this down into a couple different sections and the first one is uh give us this day our daily bread um and of course that daily bread is in reference of the manna in exodus um, so, you know, each day, you know, manna would, I guess, rain down. I don't know the exact mechanics of it, but, um, <laughs> something, something had bread came from somewhere and happened. I don't know. Um, and they were, you know, the Israelites would go out and collect enough bread for that day. And then on the sixth day before Sabbath, they would collect enough for two days, um, to not work on the Sabbath. So that is uh, Exodus 16 verse four. I was paraphrasing not even uh i was uh you know summarizing that paraphrasing yeah that's such a cool tie-in to like the just like jesus's ministry how tied into the history of israel it was and like passover and everything and like even bethlehem is like house of bread mm -hmm. like oh yeah so i cool. know that yeah <laughs> like just oh it's so cool the key definitely bread is one of those metaphor i mean rightfully so like sustenance but like it's a very like it's used like i'm the bread of life like mm. there's all these other things that are like in reference to that so it's just very interesting that he continually comes back to this idea of bread yeah to build off of chris it's like yeah so his mystery is also very intertwined with bread didn't you i mean you it's funny you talked about i am the bread of life because you did like a little talk at the hub about using like bread making as an as a it was an analogy was or an like analogy. yeah so an illustration an illustration yeah so it was we were talking about the parable of the yeast so like it's a, it's a little different but jesus again uses bread as an analogy there um and i elaborated on the point of the process of you know bread rising and you know yeast and those kinds of things is kind of like a stretched metaphor um of you know jesus like mission on earth i was blanking on that word um and kind of like that moment of like the spirit being mixed in and all these other things um are all leading up to this moment um all growing and shedding and shaping up until the cross um, that's pretty cool yeah so it's i mean <clears throat> all in all it's very interesting that bread is used throughout um in exodus and other places I mean, beyond looking at just like how he used it as illustrations and all that stuff, I was also very curious in your researching how's what what is like the importance of bread in like Jewish like like I mean, granted, I know like you know like we talked about uh, manna and all that stuff, but like in the culture of like 
the Jewish people is bread very essential? Like, is it like one of those things where Jesus is like, oh, give us this daily bread? Everyone's like, oh yeah, bread. Like, that's pretty crucial to us. Like, it's like an everyday food for them for like all their meals. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. But it is very interesting. Bread is intertwined, like, like, like mixed in everywhere. Also, like, so you think about Passover, right? Um, so there's matzah bread, which is unleavened bread, um, which I don't know the full history and all the Leviticus section on unleavened bread, but there's like commandments about unleavened bread and there's, there's other things that tie in with this bread. So there's like a spiritual component to bread also. So like they're, they relate it to, um, Passover and just like those like spiritual events also like like the Lord's supper, right? Communion. Yeah. Which I find very interesting. That would have been unleavened bread. Most of the time we, do it as like a loaf of bread, so it's a really bad example. So, <laughs> oh, so it's snip snap. Well, it's it was sorry. I, I mean, don't it wasn't know. it wasn't like stale, right? So, like when we think of matzah bread, like we think of like matzah crackers, yes. right? Um, which are not like that's 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 matzah bread now. It's very different, but it's kind of similar to pita bread in some okay, ways. It's a little, it's yeah. a little farmer, but, um, but it's very like, we think of it as like, Oh, it's like the dinner roll where like you break it and it's leavened and it's like fluffy on the inside. Um, but it's like, it's not really like that. It's definitely a much more like violent process, yeah. um, which I find super fascinating. Violent process. You yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I, bread is very interesting yeah. so, and very intertwined. <laughs> sorry for the tangent. I'm like, yeah, that's cool though. As you were referencing Chris, it's definitely like a callback to that, exodus right mm. where like when they hear that when jesus said that they're like oh give us this day our daily bread mm. they like know what they're talking about like they're he's they understand he's talking about provision yes right they're not like oh like are we supposed to get bread in the mail or something right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not their first thought and then yeah feeding the five thousand with bread and the four thousand too like bread's everywhere it's yeah. pretty universal it's, it's dang tasty too it is and like i wonder if they even knew about toast yet <laughs> Like, <laughs> dude, dude, they they didn't even know how good bread could be. Yeah, like, <laughs> it went from unleavened to leavened to toast. But yeah, and of course, oh man, I would want to do so much research on bread in the Bible. Oh, that would be so good. Actually. One verse that always reminds me of when it talks about like, oh, it's, uh, so give us this day our daily bread is uh, Matthew chapter six, verse twenty six through twenty seven. Look at the birds of the air; they do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Um, and I think that just kind of reminds me, like you know, like day by day, like God will provide, um, and so just having that faith. Um, but even I, I know in previous episodes we talked about like how like this is incorporated to the prayer, like give us this day our daily bread, right? Like it's the expectation, or it's just like oh, like God will provide, and as we pray, remember that He will. I have this very interesting take on this passage where it's like all these things are true regardless are like regardless of if we ask for them right god will provide he will you know deliver us from evil and he will you know yeah. not lead us into temptation those things are all true no matter what right but yet there's this fact that we have to ask for it that i think is super fascinating where it's like a part of that prayer as though it is implied and as though it is true mm. there's still a level of like oh we need to depend on god yeah um and i think it's like a great way of like it's a reminder of mm-hmm. these things are true so act like they're true, right? So if you say it, you're going to be like, oh, well, like I actually do need to rely yeah, on God yeah. for this. But if you're just like, oh, it's true. Great. Sweet. I don't need to make bread, <laughs> right? Like 
why do we pray if like God already knows the words mm. in our heart and like what we need? But like it's the same thing. But don't take it for granted. <clears throat> like it's like giving credit where credit is due. It's like realizing where it comes from and the importance of that. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Like acknowledging, you know, bread's not just here because like you said, just cause like I need to go make bread and I made this bread. And like, even if you did make the bread, like ultimately everything you needed to make that bread came from God. You know? Right. It's also very interwoven with the idea of faith too. Cause like back going back to the manna story from Exodus, like God's like, I will provide, you got to trust me. Mm-hmm. But then you still had some people similarly now in this pandemic where people are like stocking up and like, hoarding all like that manna like they had it in baskets and everything but then when they w- awoke all that stuff was rotten because god's like yo come on like um can you not why why do you not trust me why do you doubt yeah and i, I find it very interesting so we had briefly spoke about this there's there's a translation from like in the latin version that it can be translated no english translation has this but where it says give us this day and our bread for tomorrow well, it's, there's a level of like, there needs to be faith in God, but he's not, you know, making you completely in the dark, right? Yeah. That bread is for tomorrow. So you know, you'll be fine tomorrow. Yes. So there's a level of security. It's not like blind faith necessarily. Yeah. Like there is some level of, there's a comfortableness to the bread is provided for tomorrow already. Yeah. I always, I keep telling people about like when I applied to seminary and how I had no idea how I was going to, afford it or have the resources to do it or anything but like i knew god was telling me to go to seminary and so i just had to like trust almost blindly you know like if this is what god wants it's going to happen and sure enough he provided a way Mm. and that's what that reminds me of it's like if like if god wants to give you your daily bread he's going to get it yeah like to you you know um you might not get it the way you expect it or you might get it in the way you expect it but mm-hmm. he will give it to you in some way or form yeah i was in a very similar boat when during your time of seminary it was like for me it was just like oh how am i gonna stay in the pioneer valley and i was just like yeah mm-hmm. but also embracing like there might be a side where god's like you will go elsewhere or you will stay and i was like okay right. cool let's go let's see what happens it also doesn't say what flavor of bread it will be. <laughs> um, like you might get pumpernickel when you want wheat bread. Right. Um, Sometimes you look at it and it's banana bread. I mean, very rarely. But <laughs> <laughs> it just made me uh, crave sourdough. I had the deepest craving. Like, <laughs> pumpernickel. I was like, pumpernickel, sourdough, sourdough. Sourdough's prime. Sourdough's great. It, that was a very odd <laughs> point, but it's not always going to manifest in the way that you want it to. Man. <laughs> Just I stretch metaphors all day. <laughs> Just all I do. But yeah, like you can you can expect that there'll be something, um, and that might be the that might be you know sunflower bread that you don't want that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Like down the road, you might go like, wow, this is nutritious and tasty. Yeah. Um, so like, it's not always going to be in the way and shape that you want it in that moment, um, or that you perceive it as beneficial necessarily. Also. Mm-hmm. That's true too. But yeah. Sometimes it seems like this isn't even what I wanted. Mm. Or maybe it is, and you don't realize it. Or maybe it's what you need, right. not necessarily what you want. Who, who, who? That's. I mean, that's also true. Yeah. The beginning opens with this idea of of bread. Um, mm. Yet there's also like still another half to that verse, where it's like, uh, "And forgive us our debts, as we have forgiven our debtors." Mm. Um, which, as we were just talking about, is very interesting in the way it's kind of yeah. worded, and the conclusion that we just came to, I guess, conclusion. 
air quotes, um, is that like in order for us to forgive the people who sin debt against us, um, like it doesn't come from us, right? It comes through us, if anything. We have been forgiven, therefore we understand what it is like, therefore we should do it. Um, But like, I also think that it is, if you don't think that you are forgiven, I think it's very difficult to forgive somebody else. Oh, yes. Um, So I do think like there is some level of purposeness in having them in that order, right? Mm. Um, Also, as I said before, it might just be linguistics. Yeah. But we get to verse 13. Um, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, So it's it's very interesting. I, I took the words deliver us and bread, because I think that's the, the two main ideas of this. And I was like, how can I make a title out of this? <laughs> and so that's how I came up with the title. But uh, there's this idea of deliverance, right? L- I mean, literally, that's what it says. But, like, we don't do it on our own. Mm. And, like, there's a level of, like, provision and deliverance. Like, those are the two final things that we ask God in this Lord's Prayer, right? And I think it's very interesting that deliverance is the last one. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, like, provision, that's important, right? And, like, everything above that in the Lord's Prayer is also, like, important. But you think deliverance would be, like, one of the most important things. It's kind of a big deal. Right. But yet it's, like, the last, which doesn't necessarily mean least important, but it's just very, like, interestingly placed. It could be almost like an underline, you know, like, this last to really drive the point home. Another way that this possibly can be translated um, is, and bring us not into testing, but deliver us from evil. Um, and I think for me, that was like a little more resonant um, because lead us not into temptation. Like, I think it's very interesting because God really doesn't lead us into temptation, right? Right. And so I was thinking of like, oh, like that's a kind of a weird way to word that. Um, yeah, but like, you know, don't like allow us to be tested. I think that's very interesting because like he has to allow for that to be happen, mm. right? Mm. It doesn't like happen on its own, right? He plans in order for us to be tested. Mm. Right. Just like I think I mentioned in the other episode, like when Jesus is baptized and immediately goes into the, the wilderness, you know, and he's tempted by Satan. Like, yeah, God allowed for that to happen. Yeah. In the Lord's Prayer, you're asking not to be tested. Um, well, because testing is terrible. We can all agree on that. But like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and every, like, SATs, MCAST, all of it's terrible. Um, <laughs> I never come out, every time I've taken the SATs, I've always, I always came out crying. I uh, can't, pure can't relate. Sorry. <laughs> um, I didn't take his SATs. Yeah, I'm not a genius. Get it. Yeah, I just didn't take them. <laughs> Man. And if I use my brain, I go like, testing is good. Produces positive outcome better character you're like then i want to be tested more. Mm-hmm. and then the other half of me goes like oh i guess that's called, like you know the emotional part of my human beingness goes like that's a terrible idea Tyler. you do not want to go through that that's bad right i feel like it's kind of like when jesus was praying he's like if it's your will like mm-hmm. if there's another way take this away from me and it's Ooh. like like i'd much rather the easy way out if it's possible god like i understand like you said testing is good for me <laughs> yeah I know i'm gonna come out stronger for it but like if it's at all possible, like, I really don't want to deal with this. Like, just fix me the easier way. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, d- take this cup from me. Very interesting connection. Huh. I don't know, it just came to me. <laughs> I don't know if it's theologically sound. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't think any of this is. It's fine. <laughs> Lord's Prayer flows very interestingly. Um, and then I think it, the last two points, I think are 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think you said this the best. Like it really drives them home. This idea of provision, how nothing really comes from our own volition efforts or anything. Yet through God. But and then deliverance of like he has the power to do everything and also save us in the process. Mm. And so I don't know. Like it's very interesting that that is the ending, mm-hmm. right? Like that's it. Like that's the end. Like delivers from evil, period. Right. Hard flex. Like that's that's a weird, like, I don't know. You, you go like like I don't know, when you pray normally, normally, interesting. Um quote unquote. <laughs> I don't know how one prays normally. I don't know. It was a weird thought. But in those moments you're like, those are always like, okay, God, like I'm gonna start out by being really nice and be like, You're really great. Thank you for everything, blah, 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 blah whatever. Like, you're great. And then like, this is really hard. I'm doubting you here. But you're great. Don't worry. This is fine. Like everything's fine. <laughs> 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 you, you gotta like precursor with really good and then like say the bad things you probably shouldn't say. And then like then you know, follow it up with like, Oh, but you're great, no worries, it's fine, your will be done, it's great, no worries. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, this is very like it feels very commandy in some ways. Like, yeah. lead well, yeah, me not into give. temptation. Lead us not, yeah. Yeah, it's like the way James tells you to pray. Like, don't pray with doubt. Mm. Like, in his letter. It's just, it's very interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. For four verses. There's a lot there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty... Hefty. And I'm sure we're only scratching the surface. Not even. We're, <laughs> we're, we're rubbing it with a wet towel. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, stretching analogies. That's all I do all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that note, um, this was episode 34, Deliver Us Bread. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. You guys can find us um, on our website at the number three losers in a church.com. You can see a um, little more information about each of us and also on which different platforms we um, are hosted on. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that and have a good one. We out. We out.